Welcome, everybody, to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. My name is Chana. With me, we've got uh, Joe, as usual. And today, Mr. Aaron. Easy HT Tech. That's Ike. not Aaron. Not that That's not Aaron. Aaron. That's not Aaron. Hey, it, it, For those of you that were confused. I thought that was Aaron. What's up? What's up, uh, No, I'm not replacing Aaron. So That was your opportunity, Ike, to, to <laughs> say something bad about Aaron because you guys have like a little inside joke going on where you're always saying something. In a, in a Aaron, Aaron knows where I live and I don't know where he lives. So he has <laughs> some type of advantage. And I don't know, until I find out where he lives, then yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? What's up to the to the folks in the chat? Also, I see Chris Windham. I haven't seen you in a while, Chris. Nice to see you. Of course, the one and only Tim Perry. That's right. What's up, Tim That's Perry? Right. Angela is in the house. Um, do you want to address this number one fifty? Because we were just talking about it. So, sure. When when did we start doing the numbers? I I don't even know. Um. We're we're over 150. Let's just say that, because we've done we've done some somewhere we just weren't keeping count. So we're probably closer to 200. But hey, 150 is a good number. Are we really asking Joe to keep track of date and time of numbers? <laughs> <laughs> it, but, is, uh, it is 9/11, but we'll talk about that at the end. I don't want to start off with a downer. You know what I mean? But We'll talk about that maybe at the end. We'll We're, see how it goes. And I know we, so we've got Ike here because um, he went to Cedia. And before we get into any of the Cedia stuff, I got to tell you guys Saturday night, wedding. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I kind of miss, you know, okay, you know, I miss hanging out with people at Cedia. But damn, Saturday night was just ridiculously amazing. And <laughs> I got to tell you, look, I, DJ music I had no idea about, right? So the the groom is from Brazil, and so he's like, "Oh, hey, here's some." Um, the bride and groom gave me a playlist of like some of the stuff they like to hear, and included in that is some Brazilian funk. And so I was just, they're like, "Oh, hey, you know, we heard you play house music at at Main Lodge, and 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 this that, and the other. That's what we want you to play. We don't want you to play regular wedding stuff." So I was like, "Oh, I was already stoked already." So I was already recording it. And then this one, one of the guests comes back and says, oh, Brazilian funk. And I just see it at like, you know, 128, 135 BPM. I'm like, oh, I can mix this into the house music. And I'd listen to it for the very first time. Never heard this music at all. And I was just like, whoa, okay. And then they're speaking Portuguese. I have no idea what they're saying either. But uh, dude, as soon as I mixed it in there, whoo, these Brazilian girls, I tell you, man, they flooded the dance floor. And it was just, ahead. I'm waiting for it. Oh, but I'm already um, waiting for it to go from like GPG to like <laughs> NC17 in about two seconds. No, 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 no. Here, here was here was the funniest thing, right? I don't know what I'm playing. I'm just I just go through the next song. I'm like, okay, this one matches BPM. You know, I listen to it for a little bit. Okay, it kind of matches the same energy. Still, I have no idea what they're saying. I don't know what the titles are. Like, I mean, it says it right there. I just don't. I just don't read read or understand Portuguese. I play the next song. Once the crowd hears what it is, the girls all look at me. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was trying to be excited, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So what is it called again? Brazilian what? Funk. Brazilian Bra funk. Brazilian funk. So does funk. it have like, like, a, like a samba vibe? 
Right. And uh, uh, I, I, Fred, you want to see video. I actually, I could do. I have to show. If I if I was I wanted to, but if I just sat there with my camera like this, I just look like a total creeper because, dude, there's like these girls are just uh, they're getting after it. Let's let's stark contrast from last week's wedding okay. when there was a bunch of girls dancing, really wanted to twerk, really tried their hardest, but it was just not happening. Flash forward to yeah this Saturday, yeah, like these girls you know, were equipped. Feel like their their brain gets in the way sometimes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you overthink it. You you you're thinking you shouldn't. You got to bypass that part of your brain that's thinking. Yeah. You go straight from like what you want to do to just doing it. Like let 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 the music move you. And I gotta tell you, man, these these uh, Brazilian women knew exactly what to do, and they were well equipped. Zero so, stark stark contrast from the pre, and then. Somebody wanted to hear Taylor Swift shake it off, and somebody wanted to hear um, a Drake song. He gave me a few, and I was just looking at the Drake songs, and I was just like, oh my God, I'm gonna mix Taylor Swift, shake it off, and I'm gonna mix God's plan right into it. And as soon as I started doing the um, the beat, the videographer come over and he's like, oh shit, oh shit. And then I just, you know, it off and went into God's plan. He's like, dude, that was the crazy. Dude, you're awesome. This is some guy I've never seen before. I uh, never, never met before. But um, yes, Chris Wyndham, I do. I need, I need an assistant. I need a BTS person behind the scenes. Not, not like. I actually want to hear that mix that you just said. I want to hear that how that goes. Maybe in the after show, you can give us a little. I don't I, know. If I recorded the whole set. I recorded oh, the whole set. Yeah. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Yeah. yeah I actually want to hear that type of music that you're talking about too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, it was like yeah. audio recording or video recording. I did audio recording. I just want I, to see videos. Yes, yes. I, know. I, got I, 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 I they were just they were just part. all up on the um uh, on the um and they were hot too. Uh they were all up on the um the DJ booth right in front of me and they were all facing the other direction. So I I couldn't take any video, dude. It was just so it was just so blatant. You should have taken um, some video of your uh DJ setup. I, I tried. I'm like, you know what? Look at the crowd. You know, it's yeah. like that's that's promotion. I, I yeah, that's know. all that's all we're really asking you know, for. We're not asking yeah, okay, for <laughs> any creepy and, video. We just want to see wrong. you doing what you do best. You, you want to see my setup and all that and stuff. Don't take this yes. the wrong way. Don't take this the wrong way. I know where yes. you guys right just just know that i'm not taking it this way but i'm saying like if you need to film your setup you know what i mean like sometimes people don't want to get their face so you gotta you gotta film from the back you know what i mean like you know so sometimes people don't want their face shown yeah no they don't they don't okay they don't. especially on the internet. okay um uh we do have to celebrate uh you know celebrating wins is always a good thing especially in this youtube space so let's give yeah. it up for mr ike 500 subscribers <laughs> good stuff <laughs> on your way buddy on your way thank yes, you yeah. thank you congrats slowly yeah, man. dude it's not next uh, up 100,000 that's the next <laughs> 500, 100,000 <laughs> yeah. that's how you go yeah, man, it's tough. Thank you know, you. Uh, they say I think the statistic is like uh, I think it's not now like five percent of YouTube channels are over a ten thousand subscribers. So just getting to through that ten thousand mark is quite a 
Uh, I just four ninety nine. I just pulled my sub. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Fred, Fred, you're a funny guy, buddy. You're a funny guy. <laughs> I just this noticed guy, you guys. Yeah, I got caught on Anthony's comment. It's got really funny. Right above that, wife and I turned fifty next year. She asked for a new diamond. I mainly go to the web to see how much audio equipment I can get if she spends the same on. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, funny, funny, funny. What is what is that? Is that is that no a wife and I are turning 50. Oh, is it's not a but the new diamond isn't that isn't that for like um like an anniversary? Like you yeah. get a bigger ring after a certain anniversary, something like that. That's not oh, this. I thought, it, I thought it was just if you want to make it to the next year, then you have to buy a new diamond. <laughs> that's, that's, kind of funny. Uh, that's I finally have money now yeah. that I'm older. But I didn't when I was younger. Yeah. Yes. So I, exactly. Yeah, right. It's hard to do this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get this big old ring, and then you got to do this wedding. And if you're gonna do this under thirty, I, I didn't have very much money. Like the younger I was, the less money I had. You know, of course, as you get older, things get a little easier because yeah. you have something to show for the stuff that you've done prior. But uh, when you're first starting out, ah, for me, it wasn't it wasn't the the easiest. Well, yeah, I, didn't always I mean, have it's money, and not that I have a ton now, but I had less then. Let's just say I that. mean, it, it, it all depends. You know, you got you got a bunch of family that can help out. Like last week, uh, Saturday's wedding was perfect example. Like uh -huh. they went all out. Like I set up music in four locations. Normally it's two. So I had four locations with music. Wow. So I, I, I actually it was a three day uh, situation for me because I yeah, we went up on Friday to unload the pillars and all this stuff because there was too much equipment for me to bring it all in one shot. And then Saturday finished up the setup, did everything, left some stuff, came back Sunday to pick up that stuff. So, um, yeah, I charged them a whole lot. They paid for like the, the kit and caboodle. The, I call it the extended white package. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, 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 you know, it depends. You know, and it was the mom, mom was paying for everything. And like, dude, she won. And she apparently she was very nasty to a whole lot of people, except for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm the lucky one. Like the photographer was getting people all set up. And she's like, no, 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 I don't like this. And she, you move over here. You move over there. Like, apparently she was like, <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you pay, though. Right. That's why for ours, you know? I'm like, no, no, she, I want to uh, I want to pay because, you know, when somebody else pays, then they get the, they get a say. Dude, she that was should be a line. Gondola crew. A, then you have a say. That's 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 a new rule that I want to you know institute in my house. If you're not paying, you're not complaining, right? <laughs> you're not paying, not complaining. Yeah, that, that rhymes enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, um, today you see I'm, I'm smiling, and you got uh, new teeth. No, got well, your braces no, off. <laughs> no, my teeth are, aren't new, but I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was watching some videos, right? And I'm like, man, I always look a little bit grumpy. Like even on Daily Hi-Fi, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel grumpy. And you know what I was thinking about is I'm like, you know, I'm like smiling, but like I'm not showing my top teeth because I'm just, it's like I'm just lazy or something. You know what <laughs> I mean? I feel like it's a little bit of extra work to just lift the lip up a little bit more. You know what I mean? And because I'm looking down here, but I'm like, man, I, I don't look like a, I look grumpy or something. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's let's anyway. see it. Let's see it, Ike. Let's uh, see the smile. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good as it gets. So, you know what I was thinking about it? I think it's because before I had like a little chip in my tooth and I didn't really want to, you know, I don't, maybe subconsciously I didn't want to like show that or something. But anyway, yeah, anyway, I want I want my face to reflect how I feel and I feel happy. It's a good day. I have ice. I got this new nugget ice machine. So, you know, you know that Sonic ice, people like that Sonic ice or that, uh, mm. that ice from, uh, what is it, Chick-fil-A? The one that you can chew on. So I got a machine that makes that. So I'm happy. I got this. Yeah. Hey, about, uh, it, it's the little things, right? Joe, Joe's, uh, you should see Joe's, Joe's ice game is on full display at the uh, daily hi-fi um, chat. So if you guys want to have access to the chat, make sure. <laughs> to uh, join the Daily Hi-Fi crew um, with that lame um, link there. We'll get it sorted out later. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I I do. I did miss the fact that I wasn't at uh, Cedia. And if I, I, I could have done it, I could have done it, but I would have been there for literally a day and a half and, and just prayed that, uh, none of the flights got canceled. Otherwise, you know, this lady would been would have been yelling at me if I couldn't be there at the wedding, right? So, yeah, there were actually yeah. a lot of canceled flights. So, you probably would have gotten some type of delay. I know I did. You did. So, okay. Yeah, All right. Not so canceled, but I had two delayed. Yeah, two delays. So let's get let's uh let's, let's get, get into it. How yeah. about that? Because when did you when did you uh when did you get it? When did you arrive in Denver? Friday. Oh um, mm. no. Was it Thursday? Sorry, Thursday, Thursday right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was supposed to get in the afternoon, but my flight kept getting delayed, so I got there at what 7 p.m. Like, so I basically missed all of Thursday. I see. So, yeah. you were there what? How many days is that? Thursday night, Friday, all day, and I left Saturday afternoon. Gotcha. Which well, the yeah. show obviously yeah. ended Saturday. Afternoons. So. Yeah. So, uh, is, is it? Was there Sunday? Was Sunday part of it or no? Um. I mean, for those of us who had like the editorial pass and you know people who know people, mm. they were still able to go behind the scene and you know talk okay, right. to the vendors and all that kind of good stuff. So that would have probably it's... been the best time to get more, more... content and mm-hmm. stuff for yeah, B-roll and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, looks like it says September sixth through eighth excuse me, was the conference, and yeah. then the show was 7 through 9. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so a lot of people got there Tuesday. Tuesday Some people yeah. went on Wednesday. Wednesday. Most people got there on Wednesday. So. Yeah. Are you planning to have any coverage on... He already has. YouTube? Yeah, I see, I see some here. We can talk about some stuff that you already have up five hours ago, one day ago. Yeah. So, yeah, youtube.com forward slash at easy ht tech right yeah so you can yeah. go here and you've been covering a lot of these events you're at cdo what was this other one audio advice live mm-hmm. yeah i was at m wave audio advice and now cdo so yeah all over the place so oh, yeah that was the the um will klein uh explaining the grill on the sonus faber yeah. yeah yep yeah well good thing about cdo is that you didn't have to hang out with uh with chana so that means that your chances of uh, bad things happening went down by a lot, you know? <laughs> like, hey, you're hey. getting the trouble way down. 
Because <laughs> he's easy. That's, that's hey, man, I, I take it easy, right? So, <laughs> yeah, there was no need for all of that in Cedia, you know. So, I really wanted to capture a lot of content. I actually CD, did not have time right? to do anything. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, tell, tell us what happened at Cedia. I wasn't able to go. Chana wasn't there. Yeah. And yeah. for the folks who have maybe never been there, what, what I mean, was it? Um, the What's last one like I a, went to was at the same place, Denver. Oh, okay. It was in the same place, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's always been at Denver mm. last year. They, they changed like every a... two years. So oh, last okay. year was Texas. Last two yeah. years was Texas. This uh, The first one I went to in 2017 or whatever was uh, San Diego. So I just okay. drove down there. And then it was San Diego twice, and then it went to Denver twice, and then went to Texas twice, and then back to Denver twice. Two years. So this is the first year back in Denver. So it should be another one. Next year should be in Denver also. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, what, well, was, what was the overall vibe like over there? Yeah, you great. go in and then what happens? I think it's it was great, but I think it's much more fun when you already know people who are kind of in, in the industry, right? But if you were probably just the regular guy who just walked into that place, you would probably just be confused, right? So there's so much going on. That convention center is completely packed from audio gear, home theater, you know, car audio stuff, even gaming simulations. There's everything there. Yeah. You know, it's like, you. I don't even know. If people might be trying to sell cars in there for all I care. Yeah. You know, so it, it's one of those places where there's so much options. It's just... Oh, you you wow. have to kind of like plan you you definitely have to plan it out. Yes. Um and there's so much, you know, cuz it's it's for the CI track, right? Which is the custom integrator track. So yeah. you're going to find a whole bunch of stuff that consumers don't even like when I uh, interviewed them at Yamaha, they're like, "Oh, well, have, we have these receivers, but what we're showing off is this whole home matrix amplification system that we've never seen before." Out of Yamaha, yeah. right? Uh, you go to any other regular show, you're not going to see anything like that. Um, Bang and Olufsen always at Cedia, and they're always showing off some really flashy, <laughs> flashy stuff. Um, they once had um, one, you know, their OLED TV that like pops up and it does this little kind of thing, and there are two, um, and it's a living room setup. So that's the one part of the living room with the couch. And then there's a dining table behind it and then a wall on the back. And those, that wall has these geometric shapes that you think is just art, but no, those are the surround speakers that the yeah. big and Austin surround speakers that look like art, but it's on the back wall. So like, this is the kind of shit you just, you just don't. Yeah. You, you don't see a lot of things that are probably on the way out. Like, um, I did get to see the first world wireless OLED TV um lg m3 mm -hmm. i think i posted a video that's, of that that's on, on your channel yeah, that's too. Something, yep. you know and it was impressive technology just having them explain how it works and the built-in speakers that are built into it and all that this is cool you know you get to see things that are not out there on the market and uh, was it preseller is finally getting into the av game yeah, that's what they you have. Said. A Sixteen okay. channel processor that is coming. How much does it cost? How much does it cost? Um, he said between seven and seventy-five hundred dollars. So okay, okay. So you heard it here first. Seven thousand dollars. <laughs> seven thousand. Yeah, between seven to seven five hundred dollars should um, be coming out probably first quarter or second quarter of next year. 
So those are the kind of things that you get to see there, right? It's like things that recently just got launched or things that are coming out in the near future. So it, it was amazing. You know, um, Hisense, there's a lot of cool. Look, Hisense is stepping up their TV game. It makes no sense. The TV game is moving in a direction that is almost like, you know, Sony and LG need to be very careful. This is this is it right here, right? Seven thousand yep. dollars. Yeah. It looks 7, like it's kind of yep. is it built from the ground up or is it on a platform that we've seen before? Like um, he did mention the name. It's not, I think it has its own custom calibration software. I realized I didn't ask him that on camera, but I did ask him when we're done. It has its own, everything is unique to it. He did in the video, he tried to explain um, some of the technologies. Obviously I was doing the, the recording, so I wasn't even paying much attention. Mm-hmm. How come to, he has my background? Uh, Go back a little bit. Come like, on, focus, Ike, come on. <laughs> yeah, I did capture, yeah, I did capture. The <laughs> all right, focus. all right, look it's at the back of this channel. Thing. Yeah. Look at that. So wait, 16 channel. Wait, why are there binding posts? And then it's a processor, right? Yeah, it's a process. It's an AV pre, yeah, pre-pro. So why do they have the binding posts here? Hey, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Huh? That is it, I mean, because that that's that, that means that it's got an amplifier in it, right? Right. Yeah, Joe? I think. Yeah, it does have. Yes. Oh, it does. OK. Oh, OK. OK. Yes, so it does have an amplifier. Yeah, OK. All right. That, Yep, and it's um, it's sixteen channel and then eleven powered, I believe. 11 okay, okay, power. Okay, that's, what it, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yes. Then you would need an amplifier for the remaining five channel. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Cool. Yeah. You know, um, uh, a lot of a lot of times you gotta. Um, I learned this at my first Cedia when I, I and I. You guys, uh, that Epson I did from CD in San Diego, that was my very first interview I'd ever done in my entire life. And so that, that's when that's when Joe um, was like, yo, this is the least awkward <laughs> CD video I've seen all day. That's um, a, as good of a compliment as you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, ju- and just think, dude, that was like my very first uh, time doing an interview at all, ever. I just did yeah. it. Because you know why not? So here's one of the things you got to remember, Ike. You got to get you got to get as much product specs and as much interesting stuff about the product as possible, and then price, availability, release date. Get all get for every video. Boom, 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 boom. The, yeah. Know? So some of those are covered in the video, right? So the, yeah. the release date, the price is on there. You know. So and yeah. Like you said, the challenge also of being the one doing the video and yourself and then, you know, trying to go back and forth with question. And well, see, see that's, challenge, so. you saw me do it at audio advice, right? What did yeah. I do? I, I did, I did it. I did it in two steps, right? I did shot the video first and then went and took the B roll of all the little parts later. Uh, yeah. If you don't have somebody shooting for you, it's too, it's too hard to actually be engaged in the conversation. Like if I were to have tried to do that with Will Klein, dude, I would have been so lost. I'd be just like, yeah. uh, this is way too hard. You know, so it's better. I feel it's better to focus on the conversation um, because, you know, especially if, if, especially if you're interviewing an engineer, because yeah. my goodness, like you have to, you have to really lead the conversation. You got to pull out, 
the nuggets. Otherwise, they start getting, yeah. bloop, 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 bloop. they'll be over here. And you, you got to be like, hey, 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 we need to, we, you know, we got this. For well, if you're, you know, also, if you're talking to another YouTube guy who loves to talk, you know, about his DJing, you yeah, know, you got to cut Shauna off. You got to like, jump in there <laughs> and like guide the guide the conversation. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Joe like, for example, all the time. I've been trying to figure out uh, what are the, some of the things that you saw over there without Shauna talking about what happened like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Donna. And I've been trying not to cut him off so he doesn't yeah, take yeah. me I want to know what, so. what are some cool things that you saw there, some stuff that you found interesting. You know, this is, you know, Tim's got to cut this part and make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is for Tim. Summary you, um, from Easy HT Tech. What is it going to be? I would say, you know, the LG boot was probably one of my favorite, just in terms of the technologies that they have coming out and just the kind of research they're doing. They even had a suitcase TV, you know, then obviously they have the wireless OLED. Now, the rest of it, you know, I'm looking at it from an innovation standpoint. And then there's also the demo side of it, right, where you go listen to all the new speakers that are coming out there, you know, monitor audio and all those guys had all the new speakers that are coming out. So you can find a lot of those stuff out there, you know, but I was more in the grind mode, right? Just, I knew I had just Friday. So my focus was just go there, capture as many boots that I could and, you know, got a chance to hang out with um, Antonio Grimani Dude, that guy, when you talk to him, <laughs> yeah, gets PhD level conversation, but you know, really great guy. Then get to see just other technologies that Seymour has. Um, I got to finally see their automated masking system, which is like, man, it, it's one of those things you, you never think you need until you get to sit in the room and just experience it. And you're like, mm. oh, okay. This stuff really does make a difference. I need to sell a kidney to buy that thing. Yeah. So you were talking about some of the speakers that you may have actually heard at some of the other events that you went to. Did any of them sound different at this event? Because, of course, the rooms are different. Did you ever did you notice like, oh, it sounded not so good over there, but it sounded really good over here. Did you experience any of that or they all pretty much sounded the same? They, They probably will sound sounded the same one. I mean, Thinking between audio advice a month ago and, for example, last weekend, I don't even think I can clearly remember uh, what yeah. it sounded. But then sure. again, you have the same guys doing the same calibration, doing the same EQ, doing the same thing, right? So, yeah. but it's a different. I, I don't know how much different it's going to be if the same guy is going to this different shows and doing the same calibration with the same system. You know, yeah, I think yeah. the delta is not going to be that's not sure. going to be much. Yeah. What I mean, was the best sounding system that you heard there? The best sounding system? Yeah. Um it wasn't was it monitor audio? I need to check. I actually okay. don't even remember, but let me check my notes because I think I made some notes. I think I remember the last time, I think it was Cedia. You went to Cedia before, right? Yeah, in Dallas. Yeah. The last one that you said that you liked a lot were some uh the Linda Steinway. The yes. Stein, the Linda Steinway. Like. They did not have a boot 
I believe this time at CDN. But yes, there's still nothing I've heard even this year. Okay. That matches just Lindoff. I don't know what those guys do, but yeah, it was they did their system is very different. Yeah, All right. So, yeah. so there wasn't a standout thing like that because last time you were just like that room was you said it sounded so clear. And so maybe you're just getting used to it. You've been going to a lot of these. Maybe you're getting spoiled by maybe you're getting spoiled by your own home theater. <laughs> that too, and also the fact that I was just in grind mode, yeah. you know, versus I had I think I spent more time listening at the last CD versus this mm -hmm. one. This particular time I just went in there and was like, okay. I'm going to work. I'm going to meet people, build relationships because mm. the the opportunity was right there, right? So, I mean, last year when I walked into CDR, I had to really walk up to people and chit chat. But I think this year I had a few people say, hey, good to see you, you know? So I was spending more of my time just trying to build connections, get to know people better, and then capture as much content as I can. Yeah, so, but in terms of, you know, speakers, nothing, nothing, but maybe it's because I'm okay. just being spoiled. Anything visual, like some cool uh, projectors, TVs, aside from the masking system that you just spoke about? Christy. Oh, the Christy. I mean, the okay, Christy what projector, about? like, the Christy projector, I think it's almost like the OLED of projectors. But the crystal That's projector? Just, um, or is that wait? What is it called? Christy. Christy. Oh, those are the big ones. Yeah, I think it's the what is it called? Christy three eighty or I can't remember. Um, what is it called again? Christy introduces four K twenty two HS two two five hundred lumen. No, that's not it. Five hundred lumen. That doesn't sound. Five hundred. Like <laughs> Christy Griffin. Griffin. There. Yeah, the Griffin. You know, that's one of those projectors where. You could put your hand in front of you and you probably won't even see your hands. So that was one of the good things. I got to see the the new um the new what's it called? Clydescape terror mm -hmm. releases. You know, I think that everyone just really wanted to see that. You know, it was just it was even difficult trying to get an interview with them because they were mm -hmm. really, really busy. And obviously, Mad VR was there doing its thing. You know, it's what, it's an amazing technology. What is something that you really wanted to bring home for review, or something <laughs> that you wanted for your home theater system? Anything that you're like, I, I want that. Man, that's, it's a crystal projector. <laughs> any of the projectors they had there, honestly. Uh -huh. You know, and and maybe it's just the way I'm wired. I'm more of a visual person, right? So if I had $100,000 to spend on speakers or projector, chances are I will go with the projector. Some people will go for subwoofers. Right. Right. So the projectors out there are just amazing. The Mad VR, amazing. Those are the two things that I would take home any day, any time. All right. You know, yeah, because I, I think they have the most noticeable improvement mm, in it. any home theater. You know, 
I think I'm now, I'm finally a believer that if you have good speakers and you can really EQ them properly or get somebody who understands EQing, you know, you're not going to be listening to, you know, 24 subwoofers in your room like they had in some of the demo rooms. Yeah, right, right, right. And at that reference level, you're not going to do that. So I don't think the difference will be that much for most people. Yeah, I see. So you kind of hit yeah. the point where you're like, "This is realistic in a home situation," yeah. And you're gonna be very happy once you have maybe four subs, four very nice subs. I think you're gonna be pretty happy. Twenty four, yeah, yeah cool. twenty four. You know, is strictly for demo. You know, and even at that price point, right? How many people will really be able to afford some? Some of those rooms were half a million dollars. Some were clocking a million dollars, right? Yeah. So it's like, what's amazing to me that they would bring twenty-four subs, right? Because if you first of all, you have to get all the subs over there, and then you have to set them up and then calibrate them. That's that's a ton of work. Oh yeah, Um, one of the rooms took like what thirty hours. Thirty hours. Yeah, Yeah, they put that video up. Um, I remember Wisdom Audio had two semis, two big rigs worth of equipment. Wow. Um, and they were running a 13.8.8 um, with stadium seating. And it was, was in a ballroom. Uh, Ike, did you guys, were there, there were ballrooms below the main show floor. Did you go to any of those? Yes. I okay. What was down there? there? I think the Epson room was there. Um, okay. I think Sonny also had another room there. And yeah, there were a couple of, but the only one I went in there was Sonny. Uh, Epson actually went there. I got some footage in there, but it was just a bunch of guys just hanging out, chilling, drinking, and listening to two channel music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh-huh. the other rooms I kind of peeped in there, but nothing really drew my attention. You know, there, there, there's a lot of stuff, dude. There's like lighting panels, like a company that makes lighting panels that are like smart and you can program everything from this like little light switch and it has a camera. You can do an intercom through your house. There's all kinds of crazy shit that we didn't even think of. Uh, Seura or Sarah does like a whole yeah. outdoor TVs out. Did, did, did you check out the outdoor area? Uh, yeah, I did. And talking to those, this amazing company that does lighting, Prolux, I was able to get some footage for them. I'll, pr- I'll put a video up on the channel. Hold it up soon, again. Hold it up again. They, it's little... called Prolux. They have some Prolux. really amazing lighting that would easily fit into the home theater space. You know, but it's, yeah, they had, they had some beautiful lightings. I came back and I was like, oh, I think I need to make some bulkhead lightings in my home theater. <laughs> It's going so going to a that show is like one that. thing, one one yeah. takeaway that I had like that. Yeah, it it was really impressive to see what they could do with their LED lights. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, we have a new member, Chris Windham. Hey, thank you, Chris. He's not new to the show. Chris Windham has been around for a while, but it's going to be good to see you. Hopefully, in the after shows and uh, in our. He said it worked. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. my group chat that we have on Facebook, so should be fun. Thank you. Um, so much. Also, we have a a super chat What's here that? from Vector Prime two one four. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, currently uh, have a five point two. Please help. Where 
to best put four heights, <laughs> a pair mounted in the front and rear walls or in ceiling. Room is 14 by 11 by 8. 14. Oh, really? 14 by 11? That's this room. This room is 14 by 10. Okay, 14 by 11, 11 by 8. Uh, and then he wants to put the four heights. Yeah. I say front and rear walls as opposed to in ceiling because it's, it's pretty small. The, my yeah. room that I'm sitting in right now is 14 by 10 and with eight foot ceilings. And so I have there, there's one right there. That's the front. There's the other. And then I'm looking at two more up there. So that's yeah, this is a good segue actually into, into the RP 22 guidelines. Oh, so, you see that mm -hmm. RP 22, uh, CTA RP 22 guidelines. Basically I'll get into that in a second, but to answer this particular question, I particularly I like the heights to be directly above the corresponding ear level speaker. So my left and right, I would like a height speaker up so that the angle is 30 degrees. And the reason being when something pans left to right, all that it really does is it gives a height aspect to that whole thing. So it's still panning from left to right, but it sounds like it's also higher, sounds taller. You know, so it gives a height of uh, aspect. Now, some people prefer more of an overhead aspect, right? Where it sounds like it's really coming from above them. And so that's why some people like to uh, have in-ceiling speakers yeah. and above them here. But my argument is that the higher you go up, the more in inward they become, first of all. And you just kind of lose some of that. You lose, You have to compromise, right? So if you want more overhead, you lose a little bit of the ability to tell where it is on the horizontal plane and it just uh you lose a little bit of cohesiveness between the ear level and the height so you have to figure out what compromises you want to make and that's kind of what this whole rp22 guideline is all about it goes mm -hmm. into all the different compromises you might have to make and so i think it's really good um let's see here so hopefully that answers your question. If it's a, a, a room like Chana's size, what would you say? I, I think you like the front and rear heights pretty much all the time. Yeah. If you can do six, then... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I am I bought the other two. I have them sitting here. They're actually connected to the receiver just so I can make sure there's sound coming out of there. But yeah, so I, I need to get... I'm not a handy person when it comes to, like, installing something into the ceiling. So I'm, I'm going to... You know, um, what is going on here? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I need to get my friend in here to like kind of mount them so I can hear okay. it. But but you know, it's not for me. It's not it's not like I'm in here watching movies. I'm just in here making Atmos stuff. So it's not like super duper important for me. Um, but I know in a longer space, like in those rooms. Uh, Ike, were they were they pretty long? Like those demo rooms, they were pretty. Like, how many people could the, uh, a demo room seat? Was it like so, four uh, rows of five or some shit like that? The Storm Audio, I think, could seat fifteen, so they had like three rows of five. So right. many of the rooms were probably about the same size of, as my home theater, probably around a twenty by twenty four, twenty two. Mm, okay. Yeah. So yeah. That and was it, and were they were they running four heights or six heights? Storm Audio was running six. I yeah. counted six. Okay. I okay. counted did you, six. Did you notice a huge difference in any of those that had six versus four? Yes. 
I did in the storm. I actually, for the storm audio, I actually looked up in the middle of the demo and literally turned around and started counting. Yes. And if you ask me what the next upgrade is going to be in my home theater, it's going to be six Atmos. I have I a receiver that can do more. that. I have a receiver. But like my receiver yeah, I need to upgrade my 4700H. I probably shouldn't be saying all this thing. My wife is probably watching, but, <laughs> you know, I need to upgrade my 4700H. Well, oh, oh. And, well, I was right last week. What did I say? They're going to announce the 6800H at Cedia, and that they did that, right? Yeah. I had a whopping $3,500. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> That I actually have a video that's that should probably work on that video next. I do have um, a tall boot boot tour of the of the Dunon and the Sony. Did uh, did they AVR. did they actually give you a release date for it or no? No, I I did ask. I did not get one. Maybe the big boys mm. did. Maybe the big. I mean, because I I rumor release. says it's not coming out till twenty four. So it's yes. Oh, that, I is that, is that, that I agree with. It's okay. not coming out till 24. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. I don't think there's actually anything that is coming out this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, what's funny is they did announce the 6800 when all the others, the 3800, the 4800, were, were you know, and that was the 6800 was actually supposed to come out in January or February of 23. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, well, it's coming out now, and it's three hundred dollars more than this than the sixty seven hundred. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yep. I don't know, Ike. I got a sixty seven hundred here. Yeah, that sixty seven hundred still yeah, a great VR. I, I, I have I have the sixty seven. I'm, I can, I'm do, very, I can do a swap. I can send you the four seven hundred H. No, 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 no. Sixty seven <laughs> plus. I mean, I'll plus give you a good cash. deal on it. I, it's plus it's either cash. it's <laughs> plus cash. Hey, that, so that means I gotta get rid of another AVR. The whole point is to get rid of AVRs. I don't me, need any more hanging people out. that would get it from you, China. <laughs> let's let's talk about this RP twenty two for a second. Okay, let's do it. I think it's really cool. It's a. Uh, I ha okay. So let me share this. This is the actual guideline. And it is 144 pages. Okay. Exactly. So it's quite a read. Right. You can kind of see some of it. This is actually one of my favorite uh, areas here. One of my favorite graphics. Let me see if I can find. Does it, does it say, does it say buy the spatial audio calibration toolkit? Is that why? You no, like it's <laughs> no, I think it's good. Definitely. But it's very thorough. Uh huh. Well, I, I would I wouldn't say extremely thorough to the point where they're telling you exactly what to do. It yeah. is a guideline, and so I, you know, basically what I did is I took this whole document, I threw it in the Chat GPT, and I said, "Give me a quick summary, so I can share with the folks here what this actually is, what it does." Uh, so let me see, let me see if I can kind of go through this summary. Um. Okay, so it's it's a combination. Well, a few people who are part of the CTA. Should I explain what that is? Uh, shoot, let's just say let's just say this. A bunch of smart people got together, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, people who are who do this for a living came together and said, "Hey, there's just too much conflicting information. Let's come up with something." where everybody can kind of agree there's consensus. And so 
I think that's a, a good thing. I think that's a good thing to have that. And their whole idea is to kind of provide just an, a, an overview of, you know, what you should and should not do. Not exactly. Right. This is you. This is the only only way. Right. This is the only path. Uh, it's more like you can go that way, but this is what you compromise. You can go this way, but here are the compromises you're going to make when you do that. Um, what does it say here? Consensus consensus driven. It's not. Uh, let's see. They have is a. There, is there? Can we drop a link uh, to that? If you just somewhere? type in RP twenty two. CTA, I think you'll you'll come across a website where you can type in your email and they'll send it to you. I think they also have one where you can buy it for zero dollars, so you can get access to it. One of the things that I like is they have a wonderful grading system where they just basically say, if you want, you know, just basic a basic system where you kind of get an idea of how things sound. Well, that's level one. Level two is okay. It's a little bit. It is more performance, better clarity. Uh, you know, so level three would be level three would be closer to perfect, and then level four would be as Ideal. good as you can possibly get this. Right. And right. so, most people, unless you have a dedicated room and a ton of money, it's going to be tough to get to level four. Sure. And I agree. I think that's a good way to separate these out. And then they have different criteria. And I think this is smart also. This is the image that I was showing you here. Share screen. This is the criteria that they use. So broken up into three general areas, spatial resolution, the timbre, mm -hmm. and dynamic. Yeah. So under spatial resolution, you have localization accuracy, mm -hmm. how well you can tell where something where is. It is. Yeah. Sound movement. So does the sound, the right? sound smooth? Do they movement sound around your room? Right. <laughs> Are the pans consistent? Are there any gaps? You know, does it move in the direction it's supposed to move? Mm. And to the place it's supposed to move? Uh, mm. And then immersion and envelopment. Do you feel like you're surrounded by this or are there are there times where you're not really hearing that much sound? Okay. Okay. And then this is interesting. Audience coverage is kind of in between here. And then timbre is the dialogue clarity. A lot of important to a lot of people. They want to be able to hear those voices. And then tonal balance is the balance of the bass, hey. mid range, and the treble. Do they? Do, do, don't we have like a section on our disc called tonal balance? Tonal balance? Yes. <laughs> Imagine <do>. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you compare this to stuff we do on our disc, we do have one where it's about object movement. And then about tonal balance. And then this part, dynamic range. Yeah, dynamic yeah. range is a little bit tough. I don't know that we necessarily have one. Well, we kind of do. We have a test for dynamic range in that we try to figure out when something is distorting. So when you do the crossover test, either you don't hear anything or it's making some bad noises. You've hit the, the limits of the bass extension. Yep. And then maybe when you hear the sweeps, are there any, any times where it doesn't sound pleasing? Uh, and then they have bass impact and sound isolation. So uh, these are the different criteria. And what's interesting here is they have this chart that shows you, you know, you you may want a perfect balance between all of them, but right. maybe you can't. Maybe you kind of have to sacrifice uh, on the spatial aspects and 
Focus more so, on the talent. So that level four is the one on the left. Uh, is, that, is that is that what you're trying to? Is that where they're trying to? Or no? I I haven't read this whole thing. <gasps> I skimmed through it. Charlatan. Yeah, I've read through this whole thing, so I don't know what's ideal. But I can say that maybe a combination, maybe this one's perfect. But I think what they're trying to say is do the best you can. Right. Right. So there's only, um, there's always going to be compromises. Yeah. It's going to be a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, you want balance. Balance is ideal. Um, What else do I have in my notes here? Anything else I, sh- I can show here? Uh, yeah, nice graphics on here too that show you where to place speakers. One thing, one thing that I would say is they call this RSP reference seating position. I've always called it MLP, yeah, listening position. So the fact that you know, are we going to just change that all of a sudden? I don't know if I love that. But uh, what else here? Let's see here. These listening in- area, figure four two. Right, yeah, and they also they I think they want to change it from home theater to uh I think what they what they call it designing an entertainment space. Okay. So entertainment spaces instead of home theater. Sure. Because it's more than just movies now, it's video games, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's t- I mean TV shows uh you know are uh, people love good TV shows. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me get this off the screen here. So the old, you can get this. So the old uh, specification was from like, oh, two thousand nine. CEB twenty two. Yeah, yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, there's a lot that has changed since two thousand nine. Yeah, and this one is supposed to be uh, two thousand eighteen, or is this brand new? This is this is new. Oh, this and is new. I think so then the link. Guy, the idea is they're supposed one. to update it also, which is cool. It's not just this is how it is and that's it. It's done. Um, yeah. What else? I'm just trying to go over what what they said in this document. Uh, the other thing is that they allowed for formats like Dolby Atmos, Oro 3D, <gasps> DTSX, MPEG H, and so they said, "Hey, you have all these different formats. You have to make a compromise, and that is true. Sometimes." If you, it's going to be tough to make it so you have a system that works well with all of them, unless you have a ton of speakers and some kind of processor that can handle all that. Uh, I, I like it. I like the the fact that they went and just. Hey, we need we guidelines. need to wrangle this in. We need to wrangle yeah, this in. I, I thought I thought Auto Trader was dead, man. Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> somebody bring it back to life. Why'd they even put it in here, huh? Yeah. No. Um. What What else? Let me see. What else did they have here? Trying to figure out uh, if there's anything Im- important that I need to touch on here. Uh, I guess some quick criticisms mm-hmm. based on skimming through this, and maybe I'm wrong about this. But first of all, they have a section on advanced optimization, which is DSP techniques. Yeah, and out of 100 and 144 pages. It's about maybe one paragraph. Mm. It's a very small section here. Right. And to me, I think that that's one of the most important areas to focus. That's one area where we can use this new technology, DSP, computers, to 
really improve somebody's sound experience. And so that's maybe one area where I maybe I wish they would kind of reach out to me and say, hey, well, what do you have going on? What's this magic beans thing about? And hopefully we can incorporate some of that into these guidelines. Um, other than that, the other thing I would say is that they they basically, it seems like it, it's uh, they're assigning equal weight to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with that is that a lot of people don't know what is more important to them. So if you ask them, if you ask somebody here, let me go back to this. Let's share this. Okay. So if you ask someone... window what's more important to you chana do you i think you would probably know but what's more important localization accuracy or tonal balance localization accuracy better more than tonal balance bright speakers and i you know i i live i live in this weird world where every speaker is the same so okay uh you know it's uh, so for me, it would be if I'm setting up something Atmos related. Yes, I understand. You know, you, you want everything to sound. Up. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a give and a take. Um, you know, I mean here. I, so so for me, the tonal okay. balance already taken care of. Right, every speaker is exactly the same. So well, for that's, me, that's, what if it wasn't though? You see. Yeah, I guess I guess I guess we'd have to uh start it off like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What do we, oh, we go what there? do we need first? We need the tonal go. balance, right? right? We need dynamics, maybe would be the second one, and then maybe spatial resolution, since Atmos is the newest thing, have that be the final. You know, maybe that's why on that other um slide or the other page down, they went lower on spatial because uh maybe they only had room for two height channels or uh, whatever the situation was. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what here's a recommendation. Here's a recommendation that I would have for them is I think it would be very useful for someone to use this as a, a guide for themselves or for their clients. If it was kind of a, almost like a worksheet that they could go off and kind of have a checklist and say, okay, what's more, what's important to you? This, okay, this, um, but also there's something called, I guess it's called the trade study. I've seen other names for it. I've learned it as a systematic systems approach where basically we're taking a look at every single criterion and we're comparing it to the next one. So what you really should do if you really wanted to do this perfectly is compare is dynamic range more important than base impact? If so, how much Mm. is it more or less or equal is localization accuracy more or less important. And you'd want to really do that for every single one. It takes too long. So I understand why they didn't, but if you wanted to understand that you, you really would need to get an idea what the customer would want. Yeah. Even if, even if you have your priorities, wouldn't you things like your room also tend to dictate because you might want certain Certain things might be high and dynamic range might be top of your priority. Of but course. Your room might not just be cut out for that. Of then course. What happens? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's yep. right. So it's not just what the person wants, but also what is what, what is possible. actually within the reasons of doing their budget. Like that. Yeah, their bu- yeah. what's within the reason of the room physically, what's in the reason of their budget. So yeah. 
all of these and things. What, I are, mean, what matches the science of calibration too, right? Because just because people have options doesn't mean you just want to do whatever. Yeah. In your room. So I, I, think, I think this is a good guideline. I just, I think the next step is to even, even make an app based on it. So they have the guidelines, but make it easy for somebody to make decisions based on the guidelines. You know, just yeah. a set of questions where it, it helps you figure out, okay, you know, this is the most important thing, but here are the limitations. I get that dynamic range is the most important to you, but we can't exactly do that with the speakers that you have. So you, it's just about set, setting expectations. You know, this is what you want. This is really what's possible. So just know that I can't, I can't make something happen that's physically impossible to do, especially with yeah, the, with I, the would, I would do, I would do more like a recommended, and then whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. So you know, certain things like the, I think Crossan just talked about dialogue clarity, right? Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. most people, if you have budget speakers, which a lot of people do have. Your priority is probably making sure that you can hear what's coming out of your freaking. No, no, they don't need to hear the dialogue no, in the movie. No, no. <laughs> you just want to feel the bass. <laughs> we just want bass. We want to hear the bass in the voice, like tickling our butt. That's you that's... know. So, yeah, you want you want the clarity. You want to be able to hear what yeah. somebody is saying versus worrying about you know isolation. I guess, but yeah. But this so I would recommend setting things as as probably this should be your top five in whatever okay, order five. you your, want them. What's your top five though, because every person I believe would do it a little bit differently. What are what's your top five if you have to pick? So I will start with man. I do have the same speaker, so I wouldn't worry too much about tonal balance. Well, you're assuming all that you can. That's a freebie, though. You're just saying we're assuming no speakers. Okay, yeah, that's true. Though. So, yeah, we're, we're assuming. So, I will go with. Oh, okay, let's see. I will go with immersion first, especially if it's a dedicated room. Mm -hmm. Clarity will be important to me. Okay. And then let's see dynamic range. If you have good subwoofers, yeah, I'm not. Local localization will be another one too, right? If you're sitting in your MLP and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then what's the fourth one? Tonal balance. Ever since we worked on my system and we got that tonal balance, yeah, it does make a huge difference making sure your speakers are balanced. Uh, I think you yeah, yeah, like eight of them already. No, I, I picked five. <laughs> All right. Um, Chana, do you want to go? Oh, what's man, your man. what's your top what's your top five? Can you even see them? It's hard to see, right? <sighs> yeah, no, I gotta zoom in here. Um out of the outer ring, is that what top five of the outer ring? Is that what yeah. we're looking at? Okay. Shh. All right, I gotta move over because my camera's in front of some of it. Okay. Um yeah, that's a tough one, man. Five. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's so, go with the dialogue, the tonal, um, dynamic range. 
bass impact and sound movement. Okay. There. There. All right. That's, without any thought or not. Oh, without, cool. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. So I'm going to go with, I think tonal balance and dialogue clarity are very related. I understand what they're, why they're separating out dialogue clarity because sometimes the room yeah. interaction, you know, the reflections can affect the dialogue clarity. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to go tonal balance because I don't want something that just sounds like way off, like too much bass, yeah. Yeah. too much trouble. Like, ugh. That's immediately going to turn me off to the whole thing. Uh, dynamic range, I don't know if they include distortion because if you have something that doesn't have a ton of dyna dynamic range, maybe it's that means it's going to distort. I don't like distortion. I need to be able to play it to the level loudness that I need to and want to play it without hearing any nasty noises. Okay, so that's two. Tonal balance, dynamic range. Uh, shoot, audience coverage. Okay, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't even know what that means. I don't care. I, don't care. Um, I, I probably, I see the low. I mean, it's just if I got one row of seats, what I mean, it's right there, right? You know what's tricky about this? Because I feel like bass impact is. I have to read what their definition yeah, definition yeah, is, but to me, that's part of tonal balance. If you have a good be. tonal balance, you're going to have good enough. base yeah. impact because it means that you have good levels. So I'm going to, that's so included sure. already. Yeah. Um, shoot, I'm at two. Tonal balance, dynamic range, sound, movement. Oh, I'm going to go with location, okay. localization, okay. accuracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason being, I think once you get the localization down, it kind of takes care of the sound movement oh, for sound the most movement, part. Yeah. So what? So what? What you're saying, Joe, is this yeah. is this, these little I'm, spokes on this wheel are a little redundant. I'm trying or, to. I'm trying to cheat. Or, 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 or maybe they're more. overlapping. You're trying to cheat. I understand. Yeah, I know. You're always trying to cheat. <laughs> I'm trying to keep getting more bang for the buck. So localization, <laughs> I feel like if you get that down, it takes care of the sound movement. Yeah. If you have the speakers in the right place and the sounds coming from the correct place. Then it kind of takes care of the immersion and the sound movement yeah. and all that. That's well, you know, it. This, the rest. That's it. Yeah, right. I mean, it's kind yeah, of if, if, if you look at the pie chart, you see that audience audience coverage kind of overlaps between spatial resolution and timber. Uh -huh. Timber. Timber. Uh -huh. So some like of them, tambourine. I guess, overlap already in the diagram. Yeah. 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 Well, here's one thing that we know pretty much for sure from from the research is bass is the most dominant thing when it comes to how people think of speakers. If, when it comes to preference of one speaker over the other, usually the one with more bass, more deep bass extension is going to win out. So you take a bookshelf speaker and a floor standing, same exact frequency response above, you know, above the mid range, people are going to say that Floor standing one sounds better because it has more bass. So I think people like bass. You know, so that's why I said tonal balance first. But who says Paul bass, says I'm bass, my own rule? Bass, bass, dialogue, Uber Eats. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, I thought this was interesting. Go ahead and take a look at the RP22 guidelines. And I'm hoping that they reach out to more, more people to, you know. Figure some of this stuff out. Maybe some, I don't know if they talk to content creators as far as people who mix in Atmos. You know, 
we found certain things about mixing in Atmos. And so I thought it might be interesting. So yeah, feel free to reach out to us. We have someone actually in our Discord group who was part of this, who was involved with writing this. So mm-hmm. maybe I can talk to him and see what we can we can do to kind of continually improve this. So let me get this off the screen. Always anyway, push. They, they probably put Number that one. together quickly so you guys don't come ruin the whole freaking business yeah, maybe uh no wife asking me questions during a movie should be number one <laughs> joe joe almost spit out the that ice was, that was a close the, the one. precious ice look at his all red <laughs> oh man that's number one that's hilarious always pushing always joking that's Good. what's up you uh, are really pushing <laughs> so let's see okay we're at an hour. Oh shoot! Yeah, do we have any super chats that we got to get to? No, that's just the one. Um, uh, uh Scario asks, "What Scario. is the distance on the wireless OLED? Like, how far away is it wireless?" And, th- and that just means you don't actually connect a wire from like the Xbox to the TV. Is that what that means? Yeah. So it does have its own box that you just need to power, and then power the TV. And then it does its thing wirelessly. So you can have the box in a different room. And um, Scott, that distance is in the video. I don't remember it. But if you watch the video, he he mentions the distance that you can work with. But it's a it's a relatively large margin that you yeah, can that's work a good, with. That's a good idea. Like, it's a great way to get more views. So just, just watch the video. I yeah, already know. I mean, that, I don't know. I don't covered. know what the distance is. It could be five feet, could be fifty feet. We just watch the video. It's correct. The video, so the video. <laughs> that would help me, and that would help you too. So. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure of the price of that thing, but it's click on the link in the description to see the most up to date pricing. <laughs> happens to be an affiliate link, but yeah, it's somewhere in there. Just make sure to. Click. Yeah. <laughs> I know your tricks. I will go update the link. Mike says, Ike bought all the same speakers, so tonal balance is important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, it was more like the price was important, but yes. (laughs) The folks who don't know, why don't you tell them what your main speakers consist of? I know. I have the Monolith in walls, the 365 IWs. Yep, that's what I have. And then PV2000 Pros, a pair of them. And then I have the SVS in-wall subwoofers that came in that I'm going to be reviewing. So oh, yeah, you kind of got the in my wall now. So. Yeah, I feel like you kind of have a little bit of an exclusive on that. He I, does. He does. All right. Yes, I, I'm probably the second person. Oh, I love how you said uh, they're not individual. They're, they're not. Um, they sent it out. Back. Usually, they they have. I don't think they've sent this out except to one particular person. And you have to buy it everybody dealer, else right? has to go either through installer. Yeah. But yeah, they sent it out to me and probably the first one who they sent them out to. Yeah. So I like how in the video you said, uh, and they're not asking for it back because I'm cutting a hole in my wall to put it in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. as much as I like to do drywall work, they ain't going back. So. Uh, that's not that right. So that's well, I, cool. I know you also, you also asked, you know, Maybe we could do some calibration on that thing. But I think I told you that it really deserves to do for you to do some multi-sub optimization because you have various subs. And so I'm like, oh, that's going to that's going to take a while. 
I don't know. Yeah, I need to. I need. I'll still schedule some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. So we'll we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, because these are sealed in wall subwoofers, right? And I have the PV two thousand Pro. So look, I can do a lot of things home theater related, but subwoofer calibration is completely outside of my league. You know. So how, how long did we spend last time? We spent almost six hours. You gotta talk okay, to this so, guy about it. So we spent no, six hours. hours. We did the we did the magic beans calibration, but the magic. Oh, beans we didn't do the subwoofer. We didn't. Wasn't working. <laughs> wasn't working at that time. You know. Yeah, it's all working. I did. Right I now. did the. I did the subwoofer calibration with Home Theater Gamer. Yeah, and we right. worked. That was almost like a six-hour calibration just to do there that. So. So but yeah, I, I have to go back and do everything all over again. Now. Well, imagine if if it only takes twenty minutes, then what? Yeah, the, well, that's the the point of the Magic Beans app is that what took us four hours. I think it was longer than that because your Oppo takes forever to switch between the, <laughs> the test tracks. I didn't know how long it took. He's like, "Hold on, it's coming." <laughs> all right, now it's playing. Like, so. And um, to answer Fred's out. question, Fred was asking, saying that she used them as near subs. That is exactly what I've done. So I moved both of my PV2000s now to the front. And then these are almost basically near field. So they're right behind my seats, my back row seats in the wall. So that's basically what it's going to be. That's, um, yeah, I got to recalibrate everything from scratch <laughs> so quick uh there's a quick question here from mike hanicky hanicky mm-hmm. how's the magic beans beta going it's going well just register the uh corporation and so i was told by my tax guy, don't make any money till all the corporation stuff is set up so yeah that's that's what we're waiting on but yeah it's going very well i like i mentioned before i think we're on revision maybe 150 so a lot of revisions to make sure that it's it's an app that i could be proud of that i think would be easy enough for most people to use um real quick okay uh the in-wall subs going to have their boxes Hmm. yes they are sealed they have their own back box that are built very solidly well from just handling them and they it has its own separate amplifier box that comes that you can rack mount and put in your rack and it's 800 watts if you buy the single configuration so they have two different configurations you can buy a single subwoofer that comes with the amplifier and just one sub and you would get the 800 watts but if you get the dual configuration then you're going to be splitting so basically two subwoofers and that same box you will be splitting the output to 400 watts for each sub now you gotta buy so you can't buy a single configuration and then go buy a second subwoofer Mm -hmm. and throw on it it's basically configured from the factory Got it. So if they want no, the dual, they can't. They can't it, yeah. buy the single and then you can't buy. Yes, yeah. you can't buy two singles and then make it run them as a pair. No. Yeah. Okay. If you buy two singles, then they're going. You're going to have to mount rack mount two two amplifiers amplifiers in your rack. So I think that's something that people have to be very aware of. 
just so that you don't get 400 and get, get disappointed. Expect an 800. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, any other questions we have? No, just a couple of comments. Oh, uh, Tom Toya uh, was saying following from Belgium here. It's 2 a.m. Nice. Great stuff, guys. Keep up the good work. Oro's still alive. Their <laughs> studios is close to where I live. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, say Marv hi to Wilfried. Says, yeah, say hi to Wilfried. Uh, Marv says, my system is still running my old calibration because of kids. I need to break out the duct tape. <laughs> Sometimes, dude, it's some, for me, it's my dogs. Like, they will... They start running around, and then all of a sudden, like, they start fighting with you, with each other. So there's just all this barking going on while it's trying to go. And then what? You know, stop it. Do they guys... warranty the subs? Ooh, I don't think Ooh. they. I don't think so. I wouldn't imagine. I don't think so, but I can ask Nick. But I, I don't know. You need to figure it out if you can act. You should. You might be able to use your own app, but it already comes at one. So I don't know why you would even want to drive it beyond the eight hundred watts. Oh well, because you know I got this, I got this pile three thousand watt for a pro <laughs> amplifier in the garage. Might as well just plug it in, right? No, those those subwoofers only weigh like thirty forty pounds. You don't want to do that to them. <laughs> All right. Hey, real quick, I, I have a few more things I wanted to mention real quick, real quick before we go is uh, uh, you guys have seen these two, Brent Butterworth on the right and Dennis Berger on the left. They have this mm-hmm. podcast called Audio Unleashed. It's it's Unleashed. I, I love to listen to this. I listen to it when I when I'm cutting my hair, just the perfect amount of time. Listen, cut my hair. Um, but in this one, they were talking about this monolith encore t5 tower speakers and Mm -hmm. they were just amazed how good they were compared to some much more expensive speakers and they were impressed by just kind of how they didn't cheap out on it and the design and the measurements are all good and we all know that right Uh, there's a reason why ike is using monolith speakers there's a reason why i have monolith speakers all over here and it's not because they're a channel sponsor of mine which i have to say but it's because speakers actually measure well and they sound good. So they were impressed by that. Now I've re- reviewed the Encore T6 and B6 and C6, the six and a half inch, six and a half inch driver. This is from the same line, but let me show you here. I, I can't not talk about this. Look at this. The T5 tower. So they're using the five inch. Look at the price of this thing. Eighty nine bucks for real. <laughs> Eighty nine bucks, bro. Hey, for those oh, of you that wanted to do uh, seven ear level speakers that were all tower speakers, hey, seven hundred bucks. Save two hundred forty bucks. So I, I still need to take them out of the box, measure them, listen to them. But from my experience with monolith speakers, unless they screwed something up here. Something has to be really messed up. Is it kind of like a certified in the, the audition? No, I don't not think a, these this are. This is not THX. No, no, these are not. But if this is using the same tweeter as on the Encore B6 and T6 and C6, 
then it won't have that same issue that I found in the audition line where the tweeter was too hot. Mm. Right? It was there's too much trouble. Um, if unless they really mess this up, I am having a hard time not recommending this just without even listening to them, without even measuring them. Just my experience with their stuff. Eighty nine bucks. They must have a new lineup coming out soon, man. I don't know what the deal is. Tell uh, us, Joe. Oh, that's what usually you know, a, a telltale sign, huh, Ike? They, they what just do you know, heavily... Joe? Tell us. What do I know? Mm, I don't mm. know that they have a new line. I don't know. <laughs> Joe. Don't, don't break I don't know. NDAs, man. I know <laughs> no, no, there's no NDA. And I, yeah. Honestly, all I know, all I know is that's, that seems like a ridiculous deal. Yeah. That. You know, when I was I was when I was young, I couldn't afford much of anything. I couldn't afford good speakers, and the speakers I could afford were pretty crappy. My center channel was a KLH center channel that came free with a Kenwood receiver. Came free. And it was seriously like I could I could rip it apart with my hands. It was just like a bunch of like quarter inch MDF, and I could just <laughs> I could tear it apart if I wanted to. And then the my other speakers were some Kenwood speakers where if I took off the grill, you know the holes that the grill go goes into. Mm-hmm. Right? If you took a, took off the grill, then it's no longer a sealed speaker. Like the air would come out of the little holes. That's how I, I, I need the in wall speakers to go on sale, man. They never the want to put the yeah the four sixty five, which is like the big brother of the one that I have. Mm-hmm. That thing is never on sale, man. Look at this. 89 bucks? Come on. Dude. That's what's up. Anyway, I wanted to share that just because I think that's pretty awesome. I have these uh, T5s and also the bookshelf, the B5 version. So I'll see. I'll see if uh, if they're good or not, and I'll let you guys know. But for 89 bucks, it's almost like I don't want to review them and they're great, and then they're back to 329. It's like, oh. mm, yeah. So it's almost like if you have to take a chance, it's. Uh, uh, I don't think they're going to be horrible for 89 bucks. I think you're going to be surprised. Um, what are you guys saying else in the chat here? Yeah, you can buy them, and they, I mean, they, they fall within the 30 day warranty. If you don't like them, you send them back. Mm-hmm. But they're 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 good. They make good speakers. That's all I can say. So Scott, he has the same monolith THX compact satellites that we have. He built a whole spare bedroom home theater. Paul, I know you're rocking the same Encore T6 towers. And I don't know if you have the B6. I think you have the B6 and C6. Uh, yeah. So I think anybody who's heard them is... Uh, Kind of on the same boat. They sound good. So I'm happy to have them as one of my sponsors and not a company that makes some stuff that's not so good that I couldn't recommend. Anyway, um, what else? That's all. That's all I pretty much have. Sat go. Uh, we can't mention that. What? You got my oh. attention. I'm like, Sat go? Oh, what? What? We can't, we can't mention that. Can, when can we mention that? When can we... I don't know. Maybe should we? Oh, we, we gotta do. We gotta. We got. You gotta release the beans first, bro. Well, I gotta wait. So you know, corporation stuff is not the fastest. So 
in the meantime, maybe we could do this. You let me know. Set a date. We'll set a date. We'll set a date and we'll release release the next release the Kraken. Yeah. Uh hey, okay. Before we go, I just want to make sure to uh remind everybody that uh it is September eleventh. I didn't want to start it off with that, but uh yeah, that was a that was a crazy day. I remember what I was doing. We were kind of talking about it already in the chat. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a crazy day. I saw instead of watching videos of like what happened, I posted a link in our group chat to the twin towers being built because I thought it was real interesting to kind of see you know the opposite end of that you know instead of looking at at the destruction to see something being built. The creation. So, yeah. Yeah. Creation's a good thing. So anyway, I'll I'll leave it at that. Thank you to the folks who left super chats and to everyone who asked questions and for everyone who was here just hanging out and uh yeah, telling jokes. And Ike, and of course. Thank, thank you, you to my new subscribers. I see a couple of new subscribers, so thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And I should have a, a lot, a couple of videos and from CDR, Hisense, Sony, Denon, a couple of new reveals and things that I didn't even talk about on here. So look yeah, out for the go. channel. There is a Way link do down Watch below. The video. There is a link. You can even click on the link in the title or in the description. You'll get to Ike's channel. So subscribe if you like the stuff that he's doing. And if not, leave a nasty comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you do, Aaron will reply. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron's is uh is his guard yeah. dog. Be like, there it is. There it is. So yeah, if you want to join us in the after show, there is the link on the screen that we still need to fix so it's not a bitly link. <laughs> but yeah, here's the link if you need to something to click on. Yeah. Oh, a couple what of else? random things. I know some mm-hmm. people were asking about uh, my subwoofer search. Uh, I got to tell you, you know, um, my friends are over here. Um, s- friends are crashing at our place because they lost their housing and stuff like that. So they've been here for like a month or two. Um, and so we're playing bass music. And he's like, so how do we turn up the sub? I'm like, oh, dude, we were going positive 12 on that and cranking the, the volume dial. Dude, this place was shaking over the weekend. I was just like, what? Like we even moved the dogs like to a different room, you know, because there was just like <laughs> violently just you know shaking. So that was kind of cool. Um, and another thing, I got another. Uh, my buddy's birthday is coming up this week, so I'm gonna stoke him out. Guess what he's getting? Huh? He's getting he's getting the Polk R500s. Oh, uh, yeah, he's getting the Polk R500s, and then he's got a bigger living room, so he's going to get that 10-inch uh, rail subwoofer. And, wow. Wow. And, and a little Cambridge Audio two-channel amplifier thingamajig. Wow. So if you ever need some new audio gear, all you have to do is visit Mammoth, shoot a quick message to Chana, say, hey, I'm going to be in town. Uh, let, me te- let me treat you out to lunch. And then <laughs> during lunch, you say... Hey man, do you have any uh yeah. extra speakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have the um I gotta sell it. I have the uh Vizio Elevate soundbar, it's like a thousand dollars, never opened it. 
It's just <laughs> or, or maybe I should just open it and, and use this the spatial audio calibration toolkit to see there you if, go. if maybe... it's actually doing something properly. Okay, that's what we should do. Just, just send my six to seven hundred H, please. Don't break it, whatever you do. Oh man. It's between you and the mixing engineer. He said he wanted to he wanted to run eleven channels out of the box. I was like, oh so, I, how about you set up that elevate uh, soundbar uh -huh. yeah on the special toolkit and make make a video that like like make the fastest video you could possibly make oh, make God. one that's like in in two hours like minimal oh, editing just just throw it up there take a quick picture for the thumbnail like do a quick one see you think you can do it? if you can find know, two dude. hours <laughs> I, don't, I don't know two hours well the other thing is it's bouncy house so like i'd have to either put it here or well, but it's too high this is a too high how many spatial toolkits you know if it sells a few spatial toolkits it's worth it oh yeah that's true yeah that's true how the spatial toolkit works or with maybe the, the new one the new one that we got oh. how that works with the soundbar setup because people have been asking will this work on a soundbar usually it's a, a nakamichi dragon so it's hardly a soundbar but does this work on a soundbar yeah, I think we have something for you. Mm -hmm. What is this? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, um, yeah. So, interesting stuff. I, I really need to go through that, um, my storage unit, and get rid of a whole bunch of stuff because it's taking up space. So, uh, yeah. If you guys want to know what stuff I'm selling, it's good to be part of the uh, or letting go of. It's good to be part of the uh, the what is it? Channel membership? Is that what we're calling tonight? Yeah, uh, daily yeah. hi-fi crew. Daily Hi-Fi Crew. That's, That's right. right. Two words I never expect to hear from Chana. Too high. And it's T-O-O. -O. It's T-O-O. -O. There. Oh, there, <laughs> there, there. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let's roll. Let's, on, let's bounce. On, on behalf of myself, Joe, Ike, uh, Mr. Uh, Aaron, who's not balding anymore. Um, <laughs> thank you for watching. This is the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast, and if you're watching on the replay, make sure to tune in Mondays, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern, to be part of the show and all the fun we're having here. <laughs> yes, thank you, guys. <laughs> Did you see this? Maybe put some Brazilian bouncy music on That's right. Hey, you know funny? That's the first thing you mentioned in the whole show, and people are still on the Brazilian thing. Yeah, all right. This whole show, and still on the Brazilian... So, uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of the Daily Hi-Fi crew after show where we see video of the Brazil. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. But uh, I'd, I'd laugh if a bunch of subscribes <laughs> came through. <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed when there's no video. Hey, we'll call it the Brazilian bounce. So. The Brazilian bounce, yes. Uh, all right. Let's roll. All right. Uh, oh, and if you like listening to uh, podcasts and said, um, wait, the wrong one, uh, go to mm -hmm. anchor.fm slash daily hi fi. You want to grab some merch, like some hats and stuff, go to shop.dailyhifi.com. And uh, we're going to jump into the after show. Uh, if you're not part of the channel memberships or part of the Daily Hi Fi crew, we will see you next week. But if you are, we'll see you in just a few minutes. Have a good one. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>